The book that I have with me today is called Great Thinkers. The book comes from the School of Life, which you probably know is such a great source of self-help books and even their portal, their videos are quite wonderful. And although most of their ideas come from along the Bottoms philosophy, but that is not such a bad thing, isn't it? So, in this book, what you find is a number of thinkers and philosophers from history and how their message or their teachings can help us in today's world, in today's problems. So, in this podcast, I'm going to talk about the Stoics. As you probably already know, Stoicism was a philosophy that flourished for some 400 years in ancient Greece and Rome. It gained a lot of support from different classes of the society and the reason this book suggests that Stoicism became popular is because it had a very large and highly practical ambition. It wanted to teach people how to be calm and brave in the face of overwhelming anxiety and pain. So if we understand certain teachings from Stoicism, you can really learn these qualities and deal with difficult situations of anxiety and pain. As it is very easy to notice in the world today, there is anxiety all around. You and I experience it too. The fear, the apprehensions, so many things that might happen. The standard way for people to cheer us up is to tell us that it's going to be okay. They ask us to just be calm. But Stoics believed this doesn't work. So that's why they used quite the opposite strategy. And what is that strategy? Let's find out. Stoics believed that anxiety flourishes in the gap between what we fear might and what we hope could happen. The larger the gap between the two, the greater will be the disturbances of mood. So therefore, to regain calm, what we need to do is systematically and intelligently crush every last vestige of our hopes. In fact, Stoics propose to stop appeasing ourselves with sunny tales. They suggested it is better to courageously come to terms with the worst possibilities. Which means when we look at our fears in the face, we stand to come to a crucial realization. We will cope. We will cope even if we lost all our money. We will cope even if people left us. We will cope even if all that can go wrong does go wrong. We will cope. We generally don't dare do more than glimpse the horrible eventualities through clenched eyelids. Therefore, they maintain a constant sadistic grip on us. Instead, 
Seneca, one of the Stoic philosophers, he said, to reduce our worry, we must assume that what we fear may happen is certainly going to happen. So as you can see, this is not really the romantic version of life, quite the opposite. But it's easy to say than to practice this, right? How do we really practice this philosophy? The Stoics suggested we take time off to practice worst-case scenarios. We should, for example, mark out a week a year uh, where we eat only stale bread and sleep on the kitchen floor with only one blanket. This way, we will stop being so squeamish about being sacked or imprisoned. We will then realize, as Marcus Aurelius says, that very little is needed to make a happy life. And then the Stoics suggest a daily meditation practice too. Every morning, you sit quietly and premeditate on all the appalling things that might occur during the day. All that can go wrong in your day. Just prepare yourself for that. To quote Seneca, Mortal have you been born, to mortals have you given birth. So you must reckon on everything, expect everything. Even the worst things can happen. Prepare yourself for it. So Stoicism, in other words, is nothing less than an elegant, intelligent dress rehearsal for a catastrophe. And uh, it's not such a bad strategy because catastrophes, tragedies, they do happen. Bad things do happen. And we must prepare ourselves for all those situations so that when they arrive, we don't want them to arrive, but just in case if they arrive, we are prepared and we are in a much better position to deal with them than we would be otherwise.